What is good, everyone, and welcome to the We Just Talk Wrestling podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Dylan, and Christian is back on the show for the week again. We have a loaded show for you guys today, but as always, we'll break down the weekly shows, going over any stories from all the different promotions. We will be drafting our rosters for the brands we created last week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WJTW19. Give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you use to listen to the show. Dylan, we'll cut your eye in wrestling this week. All right, so I originally had a more, like, dark story, but I found something more lighthearted, and I figured it'd be fun to kick off the show with. So, John Cena has set a Guinness World Record for the most wishes granted in Make-A-Wish Foundation history. The foundation's been around for 42 years, and he just recently granted his 650th wish. And according to the report that I read, no one else in the nonprofit's history has granted more than 200. So not only does he have this astronomical number himself, but no one's even close to touching it. So it kind of just speaks volumes like Kyle, Christian, I'm sure you guys know, Cena was arguably the biggest star, not just in WWE, but in wrestling um, in the mid 2000s during the whole PG era stuff. And, you know, his, his philanthropy and stuff, has exceeded past the ring and everything. And his, his, his work outside the ring is, is, uh, it's just, there's not a lot of guys who can compare. So uh, kudos to Cena for, for reaching that milestone. And um, I'm sure that means a lot to him as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's just, he's a great person and uh, it's, it's crazy that, that 600 mark, my goodness. But uh, the thing is about Cena is everyone knows who he is. You don't mm-hmm. have to be a wrestling fan to know who John Cena yeah. is. But uh, that's great stuff, and I assume Punk is probably second on that list. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. but uh, Christian, I'll uh, I'll let you take it away. Awesome stuff by Cena, man. You know that's really cool. Of course, he's been doing it for years. You know, donating to Make a Wish. You know, making visits to all these hospitals and stuff around the world. You know, even when he was a full time wrestler, you know, throughout his week, you know, Tuesday through Thursday when he wasn't doing a show. Mm-hmm. He was- hospitals you know seeing those kids and i know those kids were just astonished seeing him and he had no problem doing it and he's a really awesome guy absolutely yeah awesome all right christian go ahead all right so mine is a contract situation and it is carl anderson's contract he recently wrapped up his time in impact and with an interview on with sports illustrated on whether or not he would come back to wwe He kind of said, just like everybody says, never say never. However, he's verbally agreed to stay with New Japan for extended time. But he did mention something about how he never truly finished the story with guys like AJ Styles and Finn Balor in WWE. And he said he is definitely open to it, but he will take some time to think about it. Yeah, I I assume it's going to be, he's going to be with New Japan until that super show with New Japan and stardom. Yep. I think when that's all over, maybe that's when he decides what to do next. I think he's going to WWE when he's done. I, I really mm-hmm. believe that. I think him and Gallows are going back. But uh, that that's just me. Uh, I think maybe by March, I, I think we do see uh, the Good Brothers back in the uh, WWE. Yeah, them alongside FTR, you got to say, are some of the biggest ball drops that WWE has had in their tag division in recent years. Now with a new regime and new leadership, hopefully if they do go back, they're treated much differently. Um, 
But I mean, that's a big loss for Impact if they're able. If if they lose both of them, whoo, it's not good. Well, I mean, you got to think they're a package deal too. So yeah, they're yeah they're not splitting yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. They had a good run in Impact, but great run. They at times they didn't really seem the happiest, especially after they got booked to lose the tag title. They just heard some stuff and seemed like backstage they were kind of always upset and they didn't really like the position they were in anymore and their contract was expiring. So they kind of figured themselves they were, you know, leaving as soon as their contract was up. And they probably know they're not coming back. So, yeah. Um, all right. So kind of the same boat with mine. Uh, according to Fightful, some other contracts in Impact are about to expire in the next couple of months. Maria, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven will be free agents very soon. Uh, Mia Yim uh, is set to become a free agent. I believe she signed a six-month contract in June. I believe so. She's going to be uh, at the end of the year. She will be done uh, between the October to December. She'll be done. Uh, I believe I also saw Sammy Callahan is up in January. Mm-hmm. So those are big names for the company. If I'm Impact, I'm re-signing all of them. But if they hit the free mark, the free agent market, it's just going to be interesting to see where these guys go. Uh, Dylan, what do you think? Um, I will say, if Sammy Callahan hits the free agent market, um, as much as I love him. He's going to do better on the indies than being yes. tied to any single promotion. Um, I know he he runs uh, Wrestling Evolver, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Or he has, mm-hmm. he has a hand in it. Yep. So he's going to do just fine, whether with Impact or not. But Impact needs him more than he needs Impact, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then uh, to Mike Bennett and Matt Taven would be massive fits for WWE's tag team mm-hmm. division. Yep. And they need I, it. And I don't see – anywhere but WWE for Mia Yim. I don't know about you guys. She loves Dakota. I think she used to room with Dakota and Shayna. I I can't see her going anywhere but WWE. I mean, the only... Go go ahead. Oh, no, Christian, go ahead. Well, I'm on two different sides of this. For Impact, if they lose those wrestlers, they're in bad shape. One, Mia Yim, I mean, that Impact women's division is just... It's not very good. There's not a lot of top names there. Sammy Callahan has been, you know, arguably one of the best wrestlers in Impact this year. And Taven and Bennett, they lose them the tag division. They're going to have to do some scrambling and, you know, do something. But as far as them going to WWE, absolutely bring them in. Yeah. Well, and also now, granted, AEW doesn't do a great job with their women's division, but obviously her ties with Keith Lee, that's got to be something on the radar as she could potentially go there too. I don't know how you I watch per- that. I don't. Mm. I mean, I I just I, don't know how you watch that women's division and be like, "All right, I'm going to be a big star." Like you see, right. you see these names in WWE right now that weren't thriving with Vince, and now it's got to get you excited. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm with I'm with you guys 100. percent But I'm just saying, with the fact that Keith Lee is there, don't rule that out as a possibility just so they can work under the same roof. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. So you guys ready for AEW this week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh, it was Grand Slam week, starting with Rampage. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen defeated Brody King and Buddy Matthews. Jade Cargill retained her TBS title over Diamante. And Adam Hangman Page won the Golden Ticket Battle Royal to get a shot at the AEW World title as he eliminated Roosh to win that match. Heading to Dynamite, the acclaimed finally captured 
the tag team titles against Swerve in our glory. Moment was great. The match was super sloppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Storm beat Britt Baker, Serena Deeb, and Athena to retain her AEW Women's title. As we saw the debut right after of Soraya or Paige from WWE. Good to see her, but if the reports are true, she can't even wrestle right now. She's not cleared to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So how is she going to help that women's division? I, I don't know. Uh, in the main event, John Moxley regained the AEW World title as he beat Brian Danielson. Very good match as MJF was scouting competition. And did they show him? It was every other camera shot they were showing MJF. But uh, what, uh, what did you guys think of AEW starting with you, Dylan? Um, to be honest... A little underwhelming. Oh, very. Um, yeah, for, for something that was as hyped up as it was, Grand Slam and everything, um, there, were, there were good moments, but overall could have been better, left some to be desired. I, I don't know how I feel necessarily about Jericho beating Claudio for the ROH title. I'm still kind of up in the air on that. I'm very happy for the acclaimed. Moxley was too predictable. I probably would have gone Danielson. It was it was it was a good show, but I don't think it was worth the hype that it got the whole week. You know what I mean? Both no. both uh, Dynamite and Rampage. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, Christian. What do you think? Well, I'm just gonna start by saying that Dynamite crowd on Wednesday night. They were hot all night. Oh yes, yes. But, um, I'm glad the acclaimed one. I think it's been a long time coming. Other than that, I mean, just I wasn't too impressed with either Rampage or Dynamite this week. I watched both, and neither one was really incredible. Danielson versus Moxley was a good match, but you know, predictable. So how can you be happy about that? I mean, you can be if you want, but mm-hmm. Dynamite just highly underwhelmed this week. Well, the thing it's, is, it's just too predictable. I mean, MJF's going to beat Mox at yeah. – uh, what, what's the next one, Dylan? What's their next um, pay-per-view? They announced uh, it. I can't – oh, Full Gear. Yeah, Full, full Gear. Full Gear is the one in November. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's, it's just very, very predictable what's going on. And just the whole show right now is very predictable. So, hopefully they can get that cleaned up. But uh, in better news, we're going to head to uh, Dylan with the WWE news. Oh, Yeah. All right, so uh, let's start with Monday Night Raw. So the main event of the show was the United States Championship match between Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. I feel like hey. this is going to divide some people. Hey, mm. Dylan, that, uh, that opened up the show. Oh, it did open up the show. You're yes. right. Yep. Um, which, by the way, good 25-minute opener to the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, back and forth, there was a really cool spot where Rollins went for the stomp and Lashley just simply stiffened up. And like he didn't he didn't take the stomp and no sell it. He just simply didn't allow it to happen, which is the first time I've ever seen that happen. And he just like shook his head like, no, no, I'm not. Um, Riddle comes out, ultimately distracts Seth Rollins. Lashley does pick up the win here and retains his United States championship. Rollins and Riddle brawl backstage afterwards have to be separate. And it is confirmed that at an extreme rules, it'll be Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in a Fight Pit. So, nice. first off, before I move on, do you guys know what the Fight Pit is? Oh, of course. Yeah. I love the one next day. Yeah. So, it's basically, for those who don't know, it's a steel cage where you cannot escape and you cannot pin people. Right? It's submission or knockout. Yes. That is it. Yep. So, it's very much like UFC style almost. Um, so, I'm really excited for that. 
the Judgment Day defeated Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio in tag team action. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Austin Theory with a pop-up powerbomb. Uh, Johnny Gargano was ringside and took Theory's briefcase and then like held it up to him like, do you want it? Do you want it? Here you go. It's all yours. And then kept taking it away. And then Owens picked up the win. Um, I'm really liking this little like triple threat thing that they're kind of teasing. Obviously there's something with Gargano and theory, but the fact that Owens is still involved, I think down the road, we will get a Gargano Owens match. Like Kyle <laughs> said last week, which is going to be incredible. Yep. Uh, the brawling brutes, Ridge Holland and Pete Dunn defeated the street profits to become number one contenders for the tag titles. That match happened on SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> there was a Miz TV segment where Dexter Loomis was supposed to be the guest. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa was also there in his neon green jacket, looking like a champ. Um, and Dexter Loomis, instead of coming out, just cut a hole in the ring and just, like, popped his head out. <laughs> and then disappeared. And then the Miz crawled over. And then he popped out again, trying to drag the Miz down. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This little thing that they have going the like mind games with Loomis and Miz I'm really really excited for and I think when they do ultimately have a match Miz is such a consistent worker and Loomis I think is very underrated people talk about his character work more than his ring work that is going to be a fine match when it finally does happen which could could be an extreme rules I would assume Mm -hmm. we'll see yep um and Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss uh with what's called the Rose Plant that is the name of her finisher uh, Bailey closed the show by telling Bianca Belair that she wanted the Raw Women's Championship at Extreme Rules. I don't know if that match has become official yet or not, but it's it all has. but official at this point. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it has been confirmed. Bailey will face Bianca at Extreme Rules for the women's title. All right. Let's move on to SmackDown. So uh, Roman Reigns made Sami Zayn take his shirt off <laughs> and then gave him a new shirt. That says honorary Oos on it. <laughs> and um, Jay Uso is not a fan. No, he is not. <laughs> he's not putting him over at all. Everyone else is super stoked that Sami Zayn is part of the bloodline. Jay Uso fucking hates it. He is like, <laughs> he's like Dave Meltzer in this show. He's just not putting it over. Yeah, no. <laughs> but also, that shirt, by the way, it is pretty dope. Uh, the Usos faced the Brawling Brutes, like I said, for the tag titles. This was a very entertaining match back and forth. Uh, CBS Sports gave it an A-minus grade. I'm right around there if I had to grade it. However, the Usos do retain the titles, so the bloodline still reigns supreme. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Liv Morgan defeated Lacey Evans via pinfall and singles action by hitting the Oblivion. Oh, and to tease the uh, upcoming Extreme Rules match with Ronda Rousey, she did a, uh, a senton from the top rope to the floor and put Evans through a table after she attacked her with a kendo stick repeatedly. I thought the spot was really cool, and it was the first time that I popped for Liv Morgan in a very long time. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, anyway. Uh, Ron Sh- <laughs> Braun Strowman defeated Otis after uh, hitting the power bomb. Uh, Otis in the match hit Braun Strowman with a power slam, and all Braun did was just sit up and just shake his head no. 
So, again, much like the Bobby Dude, Lashley thing, he's like, no, no, not good enough. The crowd was electric for that match. Oh, they yeah. ate it up. Oh, yeah. It went on for about five minutes, um, but it was two behemoths going back and forth. The crowd's yep. really behind Otis, and obviously Braun is being booked like a monster like he should be, so good for him. Uh, the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defeated <laughs> Mansois and Massey the maximum male models via pinfall in a very short match. However, it was more entertaining on what happened outside the ring as Max Dupree threw a temper tantrum <laughs> as Maxine was trying to take pictures. He just stormed off. He was like, fuck this shit. I'm out. Um, remember we talked about last week, kind of teasing LA Knight may eventually be coming back, um, which I think this is just planting the seeds further. Uh, Seamus announced an Intercontinental Championship rematch against Walter in two weeks on SmackDown, not at Extreme Rules. That's still going to be a barn burner, though. Everyone's going to be happy for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez defeated Dakota Kai via pinfall after distraction by Shotzi Blackheart. And finally, Drew McIntyre challenged Karrion Cross to a strap match at Extreme Rules, and that match has been made official after Karrion Cross put McIntyre to sleep with the cross jacket. Um, there was a botch in this segment. There was supposed to be a fireball moment where Scarlett hits McIntyre with a fireball. And uh, I don't know if you guys see the camera angle that I saw, but it completely missed the mark. I seen that. It was. It, it hey, was Drew good. sold it. Drew sold hey. it though. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Drew sold it like a champ. It didn't go off the way that they did, but overall, the segment sold its purpose. That match is official. And strap matches are kind of hit or miss sometimes, but I feel like this one is going to be very brutal. I also and I'm heard looking forward to also it. heard it's going to be the main event of the show. Really? Yes, mm. that is what I've been seeing. Well, I like that as the main event. What's that? What else would you do as the main event? See, that's the thing. What I mean, what else? Well, yeah, I mean, no, no <laughs> Roman, so that match isn't going to happen. So, yeah, yeah, unless you do well. I was going to say you could do Riddle and Rollins just because of the, the heat that those two have, but McIntyre Cross, I think, is the bigger. I, I'd have that match open the show, the uh, the, the, the fight, fight pit, so you can just get it up and don't have to worry about it, you know? Yeah. I'm, so, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Absolutely. So uh, is that WWE? That is WWE. Okay. Uh, one more thing um, quickly, uh, and then I'll give it to you, Christian. Uh, so WWE had a series of the uh, – Oh, white rabbit. Yeah, the white rabbit teasers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I I don't even know if Dylan knew this, but like I was like, Dylan, what'd you think of the of the code and like the little vignette? And he was like, What vignette? Yeah. So I had to send it to him and he was like, dude, what is going on? So we've seen two of them. At first I was not convinced it was Bray. I thought it was gonna be Marty Skrull, who was a free agent. I mean, I just don't know. With all the teasers, all the backstories, I just don't know how it's not Bray right now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Christian, I'll uh, pass it over to you. All right. I think you guys know what I want to talk about for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not mad they didn't give the title to Rollins. I understand why they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I degrade Bobby here because he's you know held the title very well. But if you give Rollins that title and have him feud it with Riddle. They would make that feel like a world title, I think. I mean, I – yeah, I, I agree with you, but the thing is, is what do you do with Bobby now if he doesn't have the belt? Go after the WWE Championship. 
Well, Roman has to show up for that to happen. Oh, yeah, true. But he's already focused on Logan Paul. So, And, and, and the earliest that match would happen is the end of November. So At, at Survivor gone. Series, which, Ex- to be honest, Roman's probably not defending at Survivor Series. I, with I, the announcement he might be in more games. Yeah. So the earliest would be January 1st. Yeah, so, day one. So, so I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's very weird, but... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna pass over to uh, Christian for the Impact Wrestling news. All right, kind of a loaded show, so I'll try to go through it quickly. Uh, open the show, digital media title match and a ladder match. We got Boo Pinder Gujar against Brian Myers. Myers has experience in this match. Gujar tried being aggressive, but Myers would end up tying Gujar's feet to the ladder and <laughs> stare at him as he grabs the championship and retain his title. Nice. Then we have Jordan Grace against Zicky Dice. Uh, yeah. Squash match. Grace wins. Nothing to talk about. We got a five-way match between Black Taurus, Mia Yim, Trey Miguel, Alex Zane, and Laredo Kid. Taurus hits the destination hellhole on Alex Zane to win the match. Then we have Heath versus PCO in a no disqualification. Heath called out any member of Honor No More, and PCO came out. Very physical match, but at the end of the match, he hit the wake-up call on a pile of chairs, and he wins. Next, we have the Aussie Open versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Very good match, kind of a young versus old type deal. Motor City Machine Guns would win, and they are going on to Bound to bound for Glory to face Taven and Bennett for the tag titles. Then lastly, we had a contract signing between Moose, Macklin, Callahan. This went about how any wrestling contract signing goes. They all sign the contract, then they all brawl, and somebody goes through a table. And, yeah, that's it. That was <laughs> it for uh, – yeah, Impact was kind of up and down, very yeah. questionable mm-hmm. booking. Laredo Kid is just so good. I mm-hmm. don't know if you guys have noticed. That dude is just crazy, crazy good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just trying to build – for Victory Road, which happened last night, and then ultimately the big build will go to uh, Bound for Glory. Yep. Impact's in a very weird spot. They yeah. just don't have a lot of depth. The problem is they don't have a lot of depth, and they don't have a lot of star power at the top. Right. So they're just kind of scrambling people around right now. I- I'm hoping you know they, they do get some uh, – maybe we'll save what happened to Victory Road last night at the end of the show. But uh, hopefully they do uh, get a few free agents. It's just going to be tough for them with Triple H now. Probably mm-hmm. going to get a lot of the free agents, even yep. away from Tony Khan. So uh, that's what I got, uh, Dylan. What do you think well, about Impact? To to touch on the free agent thing, Impact is at a disadvantage because everyone wants to work for Triple H. And Tony Khan has the deepest pockets in wrestling. Yes. So Impact's like, well, shit, like – what do we do? These guys are going to pay him everything and everyone's going to want to go work for that guy. So it's, it's, it's going to be very hard. Like, like you touched on earlier, the good brothers are on their way out. Um, and there could be more names on their way out. You mentioned Mike Bennett. Um, it's kind of a gloomy time for impact. They got to really focus on some of that homegrown talent. Um, and they need to push some of the lesser known names because they're going to struggle getting the big names. Guys like Alex Zane needs to be pushed a little more in the X division. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, to be honest, one of my favorite wrestlers right now. He's good. And I absolutely love him. And um, I just want him to be showcased a little more. So, in a weird way, I kind of hope Impact doesn't sign a lot of big free agents so they can focus 
on some of the names that they currently have, like a Jordan Grace, like um, uh, an Alex Zane and, and, you know, an Ace Austin and stuff like that. Yeah, they're just unfortunately not going to be able to uh, lure the big free agents. They're going to have to do a lot of their work from the indies. But we'll have to wait and see what uh, awaits impact. So we're going to segue to the Indies actual segment with Kyle. Uh, are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right. This week, I'll be highlighting independent superstars of pro wrestling based out of New Jersey, where they travel throughout the whole state. So uh, just like last week, they just kind of travel up the whole state. I'm going to highlight two shows that they did, episode seven and eight, just because they had two matches on each. We started with Nunzio defeating Rick Recon with a small package. Sean Donovan and Bull James went to a double countout. Bull James was also one of Dylan's all-time favorite wrestlers in WWE under the name Bull Dempsey. So uh, that's really cool to see uh, one of Dylan's all-timers, yeah. uh, Bull Dempsey. I have his poster right above me right now. <laughs> you have a lot of posters, dude. Yeah. I have a lot of posters. Right. Uh H.C. Loke beat Craig Steele with a big clothesline. But in the main event, Justin Carino took on Richard Holiday from MLW, who I am a massive fan of. Justin started the match with working the left arm, but Holiday reversed it into a headlock. The match was pretty even, reversal after reversal, in and out of the ring. Holiday is so smart. Every strike has a purpose. But in the end, Carino, thanks to some help on the outside, was able to pick up the victory. Very good indies match to end that episode. My MVP, I just hated to do it, but I had to, goes to Richard Holiday. Everyone did a great job, but the confidence he is gaining by the week doesn't have a lot of weakness in his game anymore. Everyone talks about, you know, the MJFs being like the next big heel. Well, this guy's right behind them. He is super, super good and ready to explode. But check out Independent Superstars of Pro Wrestling based out of New Jersey. Awesome, awesome stuff. We will be sure to tag both the promotion and Kyle's MVP on social media like we do every single week. like to shine a light on these lesser-known uh, promotions and talents, like Kyle said, to help them blow up a little bit. There's a lot of unspoken talent out there on the independents that, if they were just given a shot, would really change the game. So um, we love doing this segment. Yeah. Awesome. Christian, you ready to move on? You got anything? <clears throat> it's high praise saying Richard Holiday is right behind uh, MJF. Yeah, oh, he's he's ready. That's high praise, so he must. He, he's ready to explode. I absolutely love Richard Holiday. But um, are you guys ready to move on? Uh huh. All right, Dylan. Would you like to start with this thing in history segment? <sighs> yes, sir. So uh, we are recording this on uh, September twenty fourth. So all of these dates will be on September twenty fourth. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. All right, September 24th, 1979, the WWF ran a show in Madison Square Garden in which Bob Backlund defeated Pat Patterson in a steel cage match. The main event was Nikolai Volkov versus Chief J Strongbow. The match (laughs) ended in a draw because there was 11 p.m. curfew placed at Madison Square Garden. (laughs) So it's officially known as a curfew draw. In 1984, Greg Valentine defeated Tito Santana to win the Intercontinental Championship. In 1990, Universal Wrestling Federation, or the UWL, held their first ever television taping from Reseda, California. This show 
had 21 matches on the card. <laughs> <laughs> and featured talents like Cactus Jack, Paul Orndorff, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and B. Brian Blair. However, there were only 450 people in attendance. God, talk, talk about match fatigue. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I thought AEW a lot overbooking their pay-per-views, but this one had 21 matches. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, it was something. Well, was 19... Two minutes each? Probably. Probably, <laughs> probably ran for eight hours. It's like WrestleMania 35. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, in 1996, the WWF presented In Your House 3 Triple Header from Michigan. The main event was a winner-takes-all match between Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Diesel was the WWE champion, and Shawn Michaels is the Intercontinental champion against the tag champions of Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Uh, Due to Owen Hart going missing, it was decided that the British Bulldog would take his place. However, Owen Hart made an appearance before the end of the match and ended up being the one who pinned, uh, being the one pinned for Diesel and Michaels to become all the ones who hold the gold. So Diesel and Michaels walked away with everything. Hmm. Uh, The next night on Raw, it would be decided that Owen wasn't legal in the match. Therefore, the results were voided and the tag belts belts were returned back to Owen Hart and Yokozuna. That was a lot to get through. (laughs) In 2000, uh, the Unforgiven pay-per-view from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, saw Matt and Jeff Hardy defeat Edge and Christian in a steel cage match to win the tag team titles. Eddie Guerrero also defeated Rikishi via disqualification to keep possession of the Intercontinental Championship. And Stone Cold Steve Austin gave a stunner to Steve Blackman. Followed by three stunners to Shane McMahon. In the main event, The Rock retained his WWE Championship against The Undertaker, Kane, and um, I'm not going to say the third name. It was Chris Benoit. Anyway. (laughs) Chris Bennett? All right. Yeah. Uh, In 2005, (laughs) Ring of Honor Survival the Finish had a six-way elimination main event in which Roderick Strong defeated Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, Cole Cabana, and Jay Lethal in a 50-minute match. Woo! I bet that was a heater. (laughs) Yeah, I bet it was. In 2016, they ran their No Surrender pay-per-view from the Impact Zone. The main event was billed as a fans' revenge lumberjack match between Samoa Joe and Jeff Jarrett, in which 18 fans surrounded the ring with leather straps. Oh my god. <laughs> Joe would win the match via pinfall. However, earlier in the night there was a 16 man triple chance tag team battle royal. <laughs> when a wrestler got eliminated over the top rope, they would stay at ringside until their partner was eliminated, then they would both leave ringside. However, when the match got down to the last two wrestlers, their partners could rejoin the action and it would become a standard 2 on 2 tag team match. Andy Douglas, Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens won the match and would become number one contenders for the tag team belts. Also, there was an Ultimate X match. So TNA No Surrender 2006 is apparently a crazy card. I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to look this up. Um, also, today is the birthdays of Sonya Deville and Stephanie McMahon and Shane Thorne, Kyle's favorite wrestler. I am a big Shane Thorne guy. He's doing some great stuff in the Indies, by the way. What was his, um, what was his retribution name? Uh, Slapjack. <laughs> Dude, Vince is the worst. Man. He's literally the worst. Oh, man. Slapjack. Is that it? 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, God, that makes me mad. Um, yeah, good stuff from uh, Dylan this week. And uh, a lot to a lot to cover from uh, Dylan's yeah. uh, segment. But uh, Very long-winded. Are you guys ready for my top five power ranking segment? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, number five goes to WWE's Sami Zayn. It's not always about what we do inside the ring because wrestling is also about the character work, and that is where Zayn is currently thriving. The back and forth with Jay Uso could be foreshadowing something in the future, but his work with the whole bloodline trying to win over Roman has just been so entertaining to watch. With him now being an honorary Uso on SmackDown, <laughs> except, expect major things from Zayn in the near future. Number four goes to Dak Draper. The Colorado Springs native caught a bunch of headlines this week, and this is someone who deserves more mainstream attention. This week on the NWA Power Tapings, he was able to beat Brian Myers to advance to the national title tournament final. Draper Draper has all the tools to become a big star in wrestling with matches like this. It may come sooner rather than later. Number three goes to Stardom's Tom Nakano. She has really made her name for herself in the wrestling industry as of late with absolute banger matches and her hot streak continued this week. With a pair of block B matches in the five-star Grand Prix tournament, every match is just so crucial. Nakano was able to secure two huge victories over Momo and Sarah. Expect Nakano to be there till the very end of the tournament and possibly win the whole thing. Number two goes to Atlantis Jr., A lot of wrestling fans do not acknowledge CMLL much, but they do produce a lot of great professional wrestling. He had a great week that should not be overlooked, tagging with the likes of Dragon Rojo Jr., Mystico, and Gran Guerrero, going 3-0 in six-man tag matches this week. Atlanta's someone that I wasn't too familiar with, but seeing all the talent that they have in CMLL, I'm super excited to see what awaits the company, and especially Atlantis Jr., because he is a fantastic worker. My number one this week actually goes to AEW's Anthony Bowens, one half of the acclaimed. The 31-year-old has been through a lot with setbacks, including injuries, and just sometimes bad booking. However, he and Castle were able to secure the AEW tag team titles against Riven Our Glory, like I said earlier. The biggest moment in both of their careers, but with the rapping and presence of Max Castor, I feel like sometimes Anthony Bowens can get overshadowed. He is absolutely should not be because he is a fantastic worker. Fans love him and cannot be happier for him to finally uh, become a champion in AEW. So that's the top five this week. Yeah, I'm super stoked for the acclaimed. I love both of those guys. Bowens doesn't get enough uh, reputation because of how good Caster is on the mic. But people forget that Bowens is very, very over. When he hits that uh, the acclaimed have arrived, dude, the crowd goes nuts. And they're with him word for word. Um He's a very entertaining talent, um, and him and Caster are one of the best tag teams that no one talks about enough, if that makes sense. Well, they're, they're probably definitely the most over tag team right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. it's, it's hard-pressed to find someone more over in wrestling right now. Um, even FTR is kind of – I don't want to say fallen, but they're not in the spotlight as much as they were earlier in the year. Bucky. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's yeah, booking, exactly. a lot of it's yeah. just they're busy doing other stuff. Uh, remember, they, they have, what, four or five different belts that they're defending right now or something? Yeah. So, um, But really happy for the acclaim. Much much deserved. Yep. Christian, what do you think of top five? Like I said, when we were doing the AEW review, I'm happy the acclaim you know, finally got the tag titles. I mean, 
Andy Bowen, that dude can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Max Caster always seems, you know, like the one A in that partnership, just because you know he talks on the mic, does all that. But I think Anthony Bowens is just as good, maybe even better. I mean, that might be a little bit of a hot take, but I think Bowens is a little bit better. I no, think, I, I think Bowens is better in the ring. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I think Bowens is the better wrestler of the two, and uh, Caster is the better uh, talker of the two. So they definitely complement each other very well. But they're both great. They're both yeah. great in the ring, but I, I would give Bowens the edge in yep. the ring. They deserved it. They deserved the title win. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. But with that being said, <clears throat> oh, boy. All right, event time? It is about that time, Dylan, Ooh, to start drafting our rosters for the brands we created last week. So I give the guys a bunch of rules, so I'm going to go through them real quick. Uh, there would be no stables taken, and the reason why I put that in there, Dylan at one could have picked the elite, and he gets a bunch of guys, so it doesn't give yep. Christian and I like the opportunity to get those guys. So that's why I just kind of left him out. Uh, must draft a wrestler based on the current gimmick. Have you also have two gimmick changes to use on two wrestlers, and it must be a gimmick of what they used. Uh, you get two name changes as well, so Butch the Pete Dunn, and just like the other one, if you want to do this, you know, scrappy do to the bruiser weight of Pete Dunn, you can do that two times for each. This draft is 45 rounds, <laughs> so construct the roster any way that you want. Uh, no sectional drafting, meaning men's, women's, and tag teams will all be drafted together, not individually in sections. Uh, every current wrestler can be drafted. Um, has to be legit tag teams, not just two guys who are in a stable that barely tag. RK bro is fine. Um, I did want to clear this up as well. If a guy's suspended, totally fine. Um, if they're not currently tagging, but they have in, let's say, the last six months, so someone like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, you can absolutely uh, draft those guys as well. Remember, you're drafting based on your brand's fit, not necessarily your favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I originally was going to have a bunch of restrictions, make this draft kind of hard, but I really want just, I really want a lot of thought into this. So the only restriction I have, <clears throat> your first and last pick must be from the same company. So pretty Ooh. easy, but uh, it must nice be from twist. the same. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, with all that being said... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I've got a surprise for you guys. Okay, Literally. okay. You know how back in the day, SmackDown had a quote-unquote general manager like Teddy Long? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've hired one myself for my brand. Is it your mom? No, it's yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got on the phone and I called a Tommy Dreamer and he said he wants to be my show. Woo. Okay. He's right, well, watching the locker room and stuff. <clears throat> I sit at Gorilla. So, okay. Well, I I call Derek Quaido from uh, Lucha Underground uh, or Caesar Duran from MLW. But uh, <laughs> I know Dylan wasn't going to take him anyway. But um, yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to really give you guys 20 seconds. I, I'm not going to be too strict on time just because mm-hmm. you know I, I really want this to be uh, well thought, but I don't want this to go four and a half hours. Uh, Dylan, you are on the clock. I'm going to be keeping track of everything, so you might have to give me a second. Um, but the draft is now underway. It is open. Dylan, you are on the clock with the first pick. Okay, so real quick, to clarify the suspension comment that you mentioned, that means Omega and the Bucks and, Punk CM, and, and Hardy. CM Punk and Jeff yep. Hardy 
all eligible for this draft. So of course. Feel free. Um, so with, with my brand, with the first okay. pick, since my brand is going to be more wrestling-centric and good storytelling, not necessarily corny storylines, um, with the first pick, this should come as no surprise. I'm shocked you guys haven't predicted who this is. It is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I told you. I told you, Christian, from day one. (laughs) (laughs) Cody Rhodes, first pick. Come on down. He's got the T-shirt up. He's got the hat. I mean, Uh, we had the ESPN draft sound for each pick. I really wish I had that. (laughs) I wish I had that. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Dylan selects Cody Rhodes. I mean, good pick. Uh, Very predictable, though, because I told told Christian he was taking him like two months ago. So, and we didn't, I didn't even know Christian was in it, but I was like, dude, yeah, he's, he's taking the number one. Um, 100%. All right. So we're going to a segue into the second pick. Christian, you're on the clock. This should also become as no surprise. I did not have either two guys on my big board because I, I just knew. So uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Who do you guys think I'm going to go with my pick? Hiroshi Tanahashi. Totally. No. <laughs> Welcome we to know. W, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah, hey, what is what is your uh, brand called again, uh, Christian? OEW Only Extreme Wrestling. Only Extreme Wrestling. I mean, Seth Rollins was probably the most predictable pick uh, on here. Just because if Dylan didn't take him, of course I was not going to get him. But uh, this is where the draft really starts. Is that number three? <laughs> so there's been a lot of people that I have really wanted to put in here. Uh, the third pick has been in. I'm actually still looking at my board for the fourth pick. But with a third pick, Price Fighter Underground Wrestling is proud to select Kenny Omega mm-hmm. with the third pick. So come on down, Kenny Omega. And we're going to waste no time at all. The fourth pick is in. And with the fourth pick, BUW selects Adam Cole, baby. Baby. With the so really working on the work rate aspect of the show. So, uh, Christian, you're on the clock. I'm also going to go the AEW route. I'm going to take John Moxley. I mean, that, that is, I, I think that, that might fits. be the best fit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hundred percent the best fit. All right. So, uh, since we're pulling from AEW so much, I too am going to go to AEW with my pick here at number six. Okay. Talk about work rate, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world right now. We're going Brian Danielson. Yeah, I didn't even put him on my board. <laughs> and with number seven, since this is a snake draft, I'm wasting no time. Like I said, we're picking up work rate. We're going Will Osprey at number seven. Okay. Spray. All right. I'm booking, uh... I'm booking that Danielson Osprey match night one. Hope you guys know. All right. Uh, Christian, you're on the clock. We're going to stick with AEW, and we're going to go with Eddie Kingston. That fits. That yeah, fits. I mean, that <laughs> – wow, okay. That was he's clearly little... going – he's going with violence. Yeah, he, he definitely is going violent. So, you might want to pick Liv Morgan next to just kind of fit the whole thing. Hey, that, hey, that kendo stick spot. Pick her first, Kyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, uh, going through here, there's a lot of names. With the ninth pick – the uh, Price Fighter Underground Wrestling is proud to select Johnny Gargano. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping and praying that he was going to be here, and he was. So uh, I am very happy there. And with the 
tenth pick, I am also proud to select the Young Bucks. Oh. So come on down. Damn the it. Young Bucks are paired with Kenny Omega to remake the Elite. They were next on my big board. <laughs> so, uh, Christian, you're on the clock. I'm very happy so far. Give me Sammy Callahan. Whoo! Dude, I, I, if you're talking about fit, he's definitely winning so far. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Callahan uh, will go crazy. All right. All right, Dylan, back to back. Back to back. So, what? Uh, Nikki A.S.H. is it's, the pick. It's still on the board, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to wait a little bit on that one. Okay. Um, I'm shocked you call yourself the prize fighter, whatever you're calling yourself, and you haven't taken this man, so I'm going to take him right now. Thank you. I'm going Kevin Owens with yeah, my next I, pick. I, I was – it was either him or Gargano. I, I'm, I, I'm not leaving Gargano on the board, so. I, I feel that. I honestly thought Kyle, that was going to be Kyle's first pick. Honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it was either Gargano or Owens. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm taking my guy. So, uh, all right, go back to uh, 13. So, uh, with 13, I'm going to steal another guy that I know Kyle really loves because we're working on work rate. We're going to work on this mid card. We're going Ace Austin. Okay. He was way down on my list. Actually, at 33. But, uh, yeah, good pick. Austin. All right, uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Well, I think the name speaks for itself, so give me Killer Cross. Killer Cross? So Killer is that going to be one of your uh, name changes? Yeah. Okay, Killer I dig Cross. It. I mean, Killer Cross. All right. just want to look at my board here real quick. for me. <laughs> okay, so with the next pick with mine... At number 15, I'm going to be selecting FTR. Damn it. So FTR comes off the board at 15. And at 16, I'm going to waste no time. I am going to be selecting Jay White. Oh, I love that, dude. Jay mm-hmm. White, come on down. So, uh, Christian, you're back on the clock. Well... We're going to make it fight nine, draft the Brawling Brutes. Brawling Brutes. All right. Brutes. All right, Don, you're on the clock for a back-to-back. <sighs> all right, so all these tag teams are going off the board, so I feel obligated to take a tag team here. Okay. I'm going to go with the brand-new AEW Tag Team Champions, the Acclaimed. Okay. And I'm going to follow it up with another tag team, and I'm going to go with the Good Brothers, back-to-back. Okay. Uh Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, well... Aren't they technically free agents? Well, the whole pool is open. Yeah, the whole pool's open. So, I, it, okay. and I, I said this in the rules, if they have tagged in the last six months, okay, it, it's good. Fair enough, sorry. You're good. <laughs> All right, uh, Christian at 20. Really surprised this guy's made it that far. I'm not going to let him slip any longer. Give me Drew McIntyre. Damn it. <laughs> he was actually someone I was eyeing here very soon. Yeah, he was next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew McIntyre. All right, let's look at this board real quick. Um, All right, well, I'm not – I don't know how he slipped. Um, 
with the 21st pick, I'm going to be selecting from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Okada. Yeah. So yeah. Okada is uh, going to be on my brand. And then with the next pick at number 22, I am going to be selecting in a name change. Ooh. I'm going to be selecting Walter. Yep. So Walter goes next. All right, Christian, 23, you're on clock. Give me Seamus. Oh. He's got the whole faction now, right? Yeah, you got the whole faction. Yeah, like I'd be elite. Yep. Well, um, except the Brutes are just a tag team. Seamus is just going to be, you know, by himself. Right. All oh. right, uh, Dylan, back to back. All right. So we're going to bolster the women's division here. <sighs> with this pick, we're going to go with Deanna Perrazzo. Okay. And, with, oh. and what is that, uh, 25? And I'm going to stick with the women's division and go with a name change, Io Shirai. Io Shirai. All right. So, uh, Christian, you're on the clock at 16. This may not fit, but he's too good to pass up. Give me Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey. He was somebody I was getting ready to pick here very soon. Um, all right, 27. Quickly, man, these these uh, these names are starting to come off the board, boys, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, with the next pick, I'm going to be selecting Zach Saber Jr. I get so, it. So he is uh, coming off the board here, and then oh god, I don't even know who to uh, next here. All right, with the next pick. Oh man, dude, this is tough. I, I'm going to be selecting Kota Abushi. Kota Abushi. God, I love my love my uh, roster. All right, uh, Christian, you're on the clock at uh, 29. Gonna be taking a tag team here, so give me honor no more. Mike Taven and Matt Bennett. God. All right, Dylan, you're on the clock. All right. We're going to bolster the men's division just a little bit more. Get some main event talent in here. We're going to go Josh Alexander. Damn you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 31. And then I'm going to follow that up with a tag team. Give me the Alpha Academy. I love Chad Gable's ring work. I See, I really wanted to pick them. I just didn't think they fit my whole, uh, like, darker kind of Mm-hmm. You know, gimmick going on, but we're uh, going. Hey, hey, we're going work rate over here. I just need good workers. Okay, uh, Christian, you're on the clock at 32. Y'all get my first woman here, so give me Masha Slamovich. Whoo, okay, that definitely fits. All right, let's take a look at the board here. All right, let's see, with the next pick. I feel like I can get them a little bit later. I'm going to go with Red Dragon, which is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Good pick. Okay. And then at number 34, I am going to be proudly selecting 
Asuka with the next pick. So come on down, Asuka. All right, uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Gonna take another woman here. Give me Sumi Sakai. Oof. Someone I really like, Sumi Sakai. All right, uh, Dylan, back to back. All right, we're going back to the tag division here. Give me Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, men of the year. And let's let's go to the women's division. Kyle's going to hate this pick. He's going to give me a lot of shit of it for weeks and weeks to come, but I don't care. He's picking Becky Lynch, isn't it? Nope. Give me uh, Britt Baker. Oh, that's that's definitely going to knock down your work rate a little bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Christian, 38, what do you got? It's maybe a little bit of a surprise, but give me Darby Allen. Darby Allen, okay. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, so with my next pick, um, I'm not going to leave this person on the board any longer. I kept, Just because I don't think I'm going to be able to get them. Uh, I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. Oh, damn it. With the uh, next pick. I, I knew, I, I, I thought you were going to take her with that Brit pick. So I'm like, all right, well, I, I, I have to now. Um, and then I'm going to be going back. Um, I feel like I can get him next. Um, let me – I'm going to be proudly selecting the Lucha Bros. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my, my, my tag team division is looking pretty good right now. But uh, yeah. all right, let's go on. Christian. I'm going to go with Violent by Design, Diener, and Eric Young. All right. Uh, Dylan, you on clock back to back. All right. I'm shocked he's still here. Give me the best heel in the business, MJF. Damn it. <laughs> he wasn't even on my big board. <laughs> and we're going to bolster that mid-card division, like I said, uh, competing for the TV title. Give me Sammy Guevara. Okay, good. All right, uh, Christian, you're on clock. God, dude, there's two names I really want here. Give me Jeff Cobb. No, you gotta be kidding me. Dude. You gotta be kidding me, man. Oh, man. That says a trade coming. <laughs> yeah, you you might hear an offer right after this. But uh all right, so let me go back here. Let's restructure this. All right. With the next pick, I'm kind of surprised he's also on the board. Uh I'm going to be selecting AJ Styles. Wow. Work great. Damn it. Styles. And then back to back here. Um, I'm also gonna go with another work rate guy. Um, I'm going to go with Malachi Black. Mm. Yep. Well, kind of blew everything up. <laughs> were those your two picks? They weren't my two picks, but they okay. are on the board for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up. Christian, on the clock. Give me Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie. Okay. I respect it. All right. Uh, Dylan, back to back. All right. I want to add some uh, some more experience on my roster. So back to back here, I'm going with two vets. 
who are capable in the ring and are also capable of telling a compelling story. With this first pick, I'm going to go Edge. Okay, and the second and pick? And with my next pick, I'm going Randy Orton. Randy mm-hmm. Orton. And I, just to confirm, that is not RK Bro, just Orton. Yeah, it's just Orton. Okay, just Orton. So okay. Matt Riddle is still available. I, that oh. may come back to bite me. Okay, uh, let's go uh, 50 <laughs> Christian here. Give me, give me Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly. Okay. Kelly. Yes. Flip the page here. Handwriting all these so I don't have to go back and forth. Um, all right. 51. Oh, God. There's a lot of talent still here, especially in the woman's side of things. Um,. All right, so with my next pick, and that is at 51, I am going to be selecting Hikaru Shida with okay. the next pick. Hikaru Shida, someone I really, really like, and uh, can bolster that. And then with my next pick, um, I am going to be selecting the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tonga Loa. So uh, really uh, bolstering that uh, tag division. That was my fifth tag team. So uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Give me Samoa Joe. I like it. All right, Dylan. All right. Going back to the tag division, we're going to pull from WWE here. Give me the Street Profits. Okay, 55. And then we're going to go to the women's division here and also a great worker in the ring, one of Kyle's favorites. Give me Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb. Good pick there. All right, Christian on the clock. Give me Ruby Soho. Definitely fits. All right. Um, let's go back. Gosh, I don't, I don't know if I want to go with another tag team here. Um, I think I want to go bolster, I guess, mid-card. But, I mean, also you can definitely go uh, main card with these guys. So uh, my next pick, I'm going to be selecting Andrade El Idolo. I'm kind of surprised he is still on the board there. And then I am also going to be selecting. um, Hold on one second. Um, I am going to be selecting Finn Bauer. Damn it. So Finn Bauer. And I am going to be switching his name to Prince Devitt. Oh, I like it. All right. All right, you're on the clock. I'm going to go with the Motor City Machine Guns. Damn it. Okay, uh, Dylan, back to back. Give me, uh, for right here, give me Rhea Ripley. Okay. Good pick. 
And then I'm going to follow that up with Bianca Belair. Well, I don't think she was on mine or Christian's board. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Nope. <laughs> great um, worker. Great worker. Great worker. You're going to have to uh, focus on that um, on that character work just a little yep. bit. But, um, yep. all right, Christian, you're on the clock. Going with the WWE trend here with females, give me Ronda Rousey. That fits. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely. Uh... She's out there breaking arms, throwing Adam Page around. <laughs> um all right so we're uh we're starting to get into the nitty-gritty here as they say oh yeah. um with my next pick i mean i'm going to be really solidifying my uh my tag division um i'm going to be selecting imperium so now you have the whole stable too. i have the whole imperium stable Shit. So I am uh, very, very happy there. That was my next uh, pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I mean, this this is a guy who just fits. Um, I, I don't know if he would make it back around. So uh, I am proud to select Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, he wasn't making it back around. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommaso Ciampa, come on down there. Uh, Christian on the clock. 65. Pick 65. Wow. Give me Braun Strowman. Big yeah. monster. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, fits. Okay, um, Dylan, back to back. All right. One of my favorite workers right now. Um, okay, I Liz rave about Morgan. him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I rave about him um, no, very insane. consistently on this show. No, I'm going to go Dante Martin. I mean, if you're doing work right, I mean, that, that's your guy right there. Um, and since Kyle kind of spoiled it, my next pick is Alex Zane. Okay. Christian, you were on the clock at 68. Uh, okay. Big names are still out there. Buddy. Yeah, there, is, there are a lot of big names, but... Uh, Give me Mia Yim. Okay. I like it. Mia Yim is now off the board. Um, oh goodness gracious! Um, this is getting hard. <laughs> dude, it's, it's, yep. it's, we're starting to get to the uh, nitty gritty here. Um, okay, I, I mean, I'm just gonna do it. I'm going to end my tag team finally. Oh god, there's two that I'm. Um. Gosh, dude, I ugh. dude, there's two, there's two names that I'm, I'm go- I don't want to pick them both. Um, I'm going to be selecting MSK as a tag Ooh. team. So uh, the former NXT tag team champions will be uh, will be coming down to uh, PUW, and then with the next pick, another work rate guy. I am going to be selecting Ricochet. That's a good pick. With the uh, next pick as well. So, uh, Christian Aaron Clark is 71. Give me Claudio Castagnoli. I like it. All right, Dylan, back to back. All right. Debating on ruining Kyle's night here with these back-to-back picks. (laughs) With this pick, I'm going Rosemary. 
Okay. She was actually not even on my board. And then I'm going to go Momo Watanabe. Okay, she definitely was on my board. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely was on my board. (laughs) She was a little bit down, but yeah, she was definitely still on uh, my board. Uh, Christian at 74, who do you got? Sting. Who? Sting. You say Sting? Yeah. I mean, he's got Darby. Uh, yeah, I mean, you do have Darby, so I mean, I, I can't really blame you there. I should have uh, the tag team. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> nah, at least more doors open. Um, <laughs> all right. So now we're starting to go down just a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to look at my women's division. I have Hikaroshida. Hikaroshida. I have Shayna Baszler and Asuka. That's not too bad of a list right there. Um, I am going to be selecting... I'm going to be... Oh, you have already had the Braun Brutes. God, I was going to pick Pete down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be selecting Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. Hater, come on down. God, this is going to be a fight in this woman's division. Um, did I pick two or just one? Uh, I think you just picked one. Right? Okay, I just picked Jamie Hater. Okay, perfect. Um, and then with the next pick, I am going to be selecting... I'm going to be selecting Trey Miguel... Because I have MSK, I have MSK, so um, I might as well team them up again. Mm-hmm. All right, Christian seventy-seven. I'm going to take the biggest risk of the draft so far. Give me Roman Reigns. Roman. So he came to all the way to seventy-seven. Woo! Same song. All right, uh, Dylan Young Clock. All right, we're going back to the tag division. Give me the Usos, since we're on the little run with the bloodline here. Okay. And then I'm going to go experience in the men's division here. I'm going to go Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Uh, Christian, you're on clock at 80. Give me a tag team here. Give me the Viking Raiders. Okay. Um, a few weeks ago, that fits. Okay. So, uh, oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to be continuing work rate, and I am proud to select Daniel Garcia mm-hmm. with my first pick. And then with my second pick, God, do I want to do it here? I just don't think you guys are going to pick this person. Um, give me, let me go down my list just one second. Uh, with 230 names on here. <laughs> um, I think it's been 20 seconds. I am going to be selecting 
Yuka Sakazaki with my pick. Someone that I really like. And uh, she will uh, definitely bolster my women's division. So, uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Give me PJ Black. Wasn't... Would be lying if uh, saying that he was not coming up on my list. But, uh, Dylan, uh, what do you got at uh, pick number 84? All right. One of my favorite guys in wrestling right now. Rave about his work that he's done on the indies since leaving WWE. Give me Matt Cardona. Okay. And uh, 85? And then we'll go to the women's division here. Give me Tennille Dashwood. All right, uh, Christian Isak. This one, I don't know if this counts. I don't right after it, it'd be wrong. Can I draft Scarlet? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Scarlet. She wrestles from time to time, just not in WWE. I'm about to say, I haven't seen her wrestle. See, I was kind of like, I, I was going to allow you to just take her just because you did have Cross. Mm hmm. Dylan, that's a huge decision. Do you want to give? Do you want to give him with Cross, or do you just want to count this pick? Um. Well, it, like, are you gonna have like in your vision? Is she gonna wrestle, or are you just gonna have her walk out with Cross? I was gonna have her wrestle. Okay, so that I mean, would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna have her wrestle, then I say use the pick. Okay. Yeah. All yep. right. So Scarlet is a uh, on uh, or off the board. Um, give me with my next pick. Um, I am going to be selecting Pack with my uh, next pick or Neville from WWE. And then my next pick here, I am going to be selecting. Oh, God, dude, there's a lot of tonsil on this freaking board. Um, I'm going to be selecting Starlight Kid from Stardom. Starlight Clinton. All right. Um, 89 Christian. Mm. We're getting down here, boys. GG Dolan. Damn it. She was a consideration for that last pick. Not even going to lie to you. Uh, Dylan, back to back. All right. Going to the tag division. Give me the best friends, Chuck and Trent. Okay. From AEW. And then let's see. Let's get another name for the women's division here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give me Dakota Kai. Okay, good. Dakota <clears throat> Kai. Very good worker in her own right. Uh, 92, Christian, what do you got? Give me Alexa Bliss. That was quick. <laughs> yeah, very, uh, very quick. Uh, yeah. Um, so with my next pick, uh, I'm going to go to start him again. I'm going to go Kyrie. Who was Kyrie Sane in Stardom? Someone that I really like, and she was going to fit very well on my roster. And then next, 
I mean, dude, I'm, I mean, I just don't have any more room for my freaking tag team division. I already have seven tag teams. Um, I am going to go. Uh, give me one second here. I don't even know who's still on the board. I'm going to go Tetsuya Naito with my next pick. So, uh, building up a big heel. All right. Uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Give me EC3. Hmm. Fit. All right. <clears throat> Is it me? Yep. Damn. Okay. Mm. We're, we're starting to get down here a little bit, boys. How many rounds we got left? Um, let's see. So, I mean, I, for rounds, man, I'm going to be honest, can't tell you. We, we do have 40 picks left. Like each? No. <laughs> oh. No, no. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Bobby Lashley here. Okay. Very late, but it didn't really fit Christian or I, so. Yep. Okay. Then. Hmm. From GCW, I'm going to go with the second gear crew in the tag division. And what are the names of those guys? Mance Warner and Matthew Justice. All right. Second gear crew. Uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Did you think I didn't know them? Is that why you asked? Yeah, yes, I 100% <laughs> did not think you knew them. <laughs> <laughs> I love GCW, man. All right, go on the clock. All right, Christian. Give me Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Damn it. <laughs> that fits, though, in a way. It's a powerhouse. Oh, yeah, he's I mean, a machine. He's a, yeah, yeah, literally is a machine. Still trying to get Brian Cage on the show, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, um, I am very, very surprised this guy has not been selecting. Um, I'm going to be selecting Ilya Dragunov with my next pick. Fits with uh, having Walter back on the show. I'm off. Does that count as a name change? His, his name's still Ilya Dragunov, isn't it? I thought he was still going by uh, fucking T Bar. No, or... Ilya Drag, not not. Uh, oh, oh Dominic my god! Benjikova. Oh my god! I don't know why I just confused <laughs> <that>. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, it's it's a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I uh, totally understand that one. Um, let's get another. Let's get someone else in here that can uh, bolster up my work rate. Let me go. I'm going to go Chris Bay with my next pick. Okay. Chris Bay. All right, uh, Chris, you're on the clock at 101. Give me the Aussie Open. Whoo! Stealing that from Dylan. That's huge. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Damn it, damn it. Dylan is on the clock. I'm trying to debate if this guy's even still available. If I say the name and he's not available, just correct me and I'll repick. Yep. I'm going to go Hangman Adam Page. Yep. He is uh, available. Perfect. Then. 
Mm, I'm not. Nope. I'm not gonna take that pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't need that PR firestorm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be booed out of this fucking draft. Um. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. So Christian. Christian took the machine guns already. Fucking. Uh, give me Swerve Strickland. Good pick. This late. Yeah. Great value. Todd, yeah. Todd, Todd, Todd. All right, Christian, you're on the clock. Well, Swerve and the Glory was going to be my next pick, but he took Swerve Strickland. <laughs> you can still take Keith Lee. That's what I'm doing. I'm oh. taking Keith Lee. He cut out for me. I didn't hear him say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's go back. To the women's division, I'm going to be selecting Stardom's Tommy. Very, very happy with how late I got her. And then with my next pick, I'm going to be also sticking in the women's division. I'm going to go Blair Davenport. Blair Davenport. All right. Uh, Chris, you're on the clock. I don't know if this counts, so tell me if it doesn't, but give me Saray. Yeah. Well, there's two Sarays. There's one on NXT and then the one on AEW. Page. Oh, Saray? Okay. okay. Saray, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dylan on the clock, back to back. All right. These next two picks, I know Kyle's going to laugh at. But we got to cater to. Oh, dude, it's Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, but you know, I want to. I want to. You know, lighten the mood a little bit. Um, this next guy, pretty good worker in the ring. Kyle's not a master, but I feel like he's grown on him a little bit with some recent matches. Give me Orange Cassidy. That's a waste of pick. Whoa, you're gonna love this next one. <laughs> All right. Give me Danhausen. <laughs> well, you're is it? You definitely lost in the draft. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Christian, you're on the. Hey, clock. we need to we need to bolster that internet show that I got. <laughs> yeah, that three views. Uh, all right, Christian, you're on the uh, <laughs> you're on the clock. Give me Jade Cargill. Interesting. She definitely has a uh, dark side to her, so I can definitely see that be a uh, good fit there. I'm not a big Shade Gargill guy, though. Really? I'm not. I don't mind her. She has, she, hey, she has a great look, but at a certain point, she kind of bores me. And wh- why is that? I don't know. Probably the same way Seamus did for so many years. So give it a decade, and I'll probably change my mind. I mean, I mean if you give her four-minute matches on pay-per-views, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's more the booking, so it's yeah. probably not her. She has a great look, though. Great look. Um, I'm just counting how many women that I have real quick. So, you guys might want to do the same. Uh, okay, so I have nine so far. Um, I am going to be selecting... I mean, my, my freaking tag team division is already done. Um, oh, gosh, do I want to? I mean, I kind of want to do this, 
right, I, I got to do it. Give me Roderick Strong. So I have the entire Undisputed Era. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And I get a just a fantastic worker um, with him as well. And then with my next pick, I'm going to go a little bit in a different direction here. Um, he's starting to get really big uh, on his own in Japan. He's gone up to uh, AEW. Give me uh, Konosuke Takeshka. All right. Uh, Christian, you're on the clock. Give me Bronson Reed. Okay, Dylan. I'm going to go with this pick. I'm going to go Ricky Starks. Okay. Then... Uh, I I think she's still here. Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace is still available. I'm going to go Jordan Grace. Okay. Uh, Christian, you're on clock. Give me Tasha Steeles. I love Tasha, dude. She has grown on me so much. Fantastic worker. All right. So I really got to get some uh, names here in this women's division. Um, She doesn't really fit what I am. uh, I think. Okay. So I have 10. I have 10 women. Um, okay, I am going to be selecting... I'm going to be selecting AZM from Stardom as my next pick. And then I am also going to go back on the men's side... And then I am going to be selecting Myron Reed. So I have the entire Rascals. All right, Christian, you're on clock. Give me, give me Heath. Okay, that's a good pick. All right, Dylan, you're on clock. All right, doing a quick count here. I think I'm up to ten. In my women's division? No, I'm up to 11 because I have Tennille as well. 11 women? Kyle, are you writing all these down? Yes, I am. Yep. Can you confirm that I'm at 11? Uh, it's going to take me a minute here. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're fine. I'm about to make uh, my pick. I'm going to go with a woman here. Okay. Um, give me Allison K. I think this is number 11, Dylan. I think this is 12. I think K makes 12. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm up to 12. Let's just go with 13 here. And I'm ready to hear Kyle groan because I haven't heard that enough tonight. Give me Charlotte Flair. Okay. I mean, this late, I mean, you can't really go wrong. Hey, she's a great worker. Say what you want about her. Yeah. I mean, she is pretty good in the ring. I uh, can't uh, can't knock you too much there. Um, Christian, you're on the uh, clock. Give me Hit Row. Mm. So are you going to use B-Fab as a wrestler or a manager? Manager. 
Okay, so you get her as well. B. Okay. Um, God, I feel just kind of kind of like a dick if I don't take this guy just because he's just an absolute legend. Um, I'm going to take him here. I'm going to go uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I'm shocked he's still here. And the I'll guy can honest. still go is the thing. Yeah, The guy can still really, really go. So I'm uh, very happy to get him where I did. And then um, I'm also going to be selecting Sayuri from uh, Stardom. Christian, you're on the clock. All right. I think this guy might have been drafted, but is Davey Richards still there? He is there. All right, give me Davey Richards. Okay. Uh, Dylan? Give me the Briscoes. Okay. And since it is back-to-back... I'm going to go with a legend of the business as well. Give me Chris Jericho. So, Dylan, you're down to your two final picks. Okay. So, you're saying my next back-to-back or my final two picks? Yeah, or yes. Yep. Okay. I think I have the entire stardom roster as well. So, um, give me... Give me Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Talk about someone who has improved. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of her, but she has definitely improved. Um, so that is definitely a, a good pick there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take a look. I, I know who Christian should pick next, and I think he might. Um. I am going to go. I really want guys that can go up and down the card. Um, let me have. Oh gosh, uh, I'm going to go with Santos Escobar. Okay. With my first pick. Okay. And then with the second pick here, I'm going to go with at formerly known on uh, Impact. I know she's done some other stuff. Um, give me Sue Young. Yep. All right, Christian, you're on clock. Kyle, is this my last pick? Uh, no. Okay. You have one more. All right. Um, give me. I'm gonna do it. Give me CM Punk. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Back I'm to sure. back. I'm gonna be honest with you. CM Punk was gonna round out my draft. He was gonna be my last pick. All right. If I'm counting correctly, I think I'm up to nine tag teams. So I think my tag division's set. I only have seven. So. I think I need one more woman. I think I'm up to 13. Let me count here real quick. Yep. Yeah, Charlotte Flair made 13. Yep. So I'm going to round it out here. We're going to go to the women's division one more time. And just for the fuck of it, since Kyle's been making jokes all night, give me Becky Lynch. 
Well, that is the worst pick of the draft so far. Uh, Worse than Danhausen? No. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, you're back on the clock with your final pick. These are the final picks of the draft. Well, this was going to be CM Punk. I really wanted my last pick to be Punk. Uh, so we're going to go in a different direction. And I'm going to go with one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Again, experienced, but still a great worker in the ring. Uh, I'm going to go Jay Lethal. Okay. And that um, will round out to, my draft. Who's going to round out your draft? Uh, Christian. Give me Riddle. To the last round, Matt Riddle. There's still a lot of a lot of great names out here, and yeah. uh, expect a uh, supplementary draft as well. Um, we we probably are going to do that on our social media, um, and then with the last pick, I really wanted to do someone that's kind of controversial. Um. So originally, I was going to go Tessa Blanchard here, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that just because I don't her her locker room issues. I just don't know. Um, so with the last pick in the draft, I am going to be selecting. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get someone real good here. Um. I am going to be – dude, I literally have no fucking idea. All right, I'm just going to go with my first pick. Um, I am going to be selecting Athena Okay. to uh, round out the uh, draft. <clears throat> and, uh, boys, that is the draft. What did you guys think? Loved it. Yeah, dude, that was a lot of fun. I want to go over some notable names that didn't get picked yeah. that I noticed. And I'm looking at the uh, – I looked up the PWI 500 just as reference for this part. Big E is still a free agent. Wasn't Jonathan, even – Nope, not even on my board. Uh, Jonathan Gresham yeah. is still available. Moose, I believe, is still available. I thought about Moose. Braun Breaker, which he shouldn't have been 26 anyway. <laughs> yeah. but. Braun Breaker is still available. Psycho Clown is still available. He was Um, a consideration. I believe. I didn't hear Jacob Fatu. Yep, he was in consideration. Name Damian Priest is still out there. Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan for Dylan. He might be in the supplementary (laughs) draft. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Jungle Boy is still available. Christian Cage. Juice um, Robinson is still available. Oh yeah, he's yeah, I love him. Um, <laughs> which speaking uh, of, Tony Storm is still available. She was not even in consideration for mine. I I, I, I thought about it, but nah. Um, Roxy or Roxanne, as she's known now, is still available. Former ROH champion. Yeah. Um, Kyle's favorite, Nikki Ash, is still out there. Candice LeRae is still out there. Uh she. It was either her or Athena for my last pick, but I just want to go Athena because I think right now she's a better worker. Havoc. Havoc's still available. Yep. Sky Blue still available. Big Wasn't on the indie scene. I thought about it, but the experience. Yeah, but I you think just think she's attractive. That's why you'd want to tag her. No. No. <laughs> it came down to experience. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's oh, and uh, also uh, Kyle's favorite wrestler of all time, Nia Jax, is still available. Yeah, Nia Jax is still available, so maybe the uh, supplementary draft. But, uh, she might, she might be the... my first pick on the supplemental draft. That is the draft. We will follow everyone with that probably in the next day. So uh, keep uh, – I hope you guys had a uh, great time with this as much as I did. Uh, Dylan, would you like to get in your dummy out moment of the week? Yeah, so I promise this is going to be the last time we talk about this, but I just have to bring it up because the, the, the story just keeps developing. So it's being reported by numerous sources that CM Punk is not expected to wrestle again in AEW. There's been talks of a potential contract buyout, which I don't know how that would work. I don't know if that means Punk has to pay money back or maybe another company has the option to buy his contract. Uh, the thing is, is no one's going to sign Punk at this point. I think the mm-hmm. only, only company that has the money to do it is WWE. And I don't think they're going to rush to that anytime soon, especially the Triple H in charge. He really doesn't fit. And plus, they don't get along from numerous <laughs> reports. Um, they could outright cut him, which might be what possibly happens, because I don't suspect him to just sit out his contract. That's too much money to just leave on the table. Um, but the reason why I'm making this my dummy moment, and I promise this is the last time we talk about the all-out you know, media scrum stuff, is... They made such a big deal about Punk coming back to wrestling, myself included. And all that he's done within the year of him being with the company is seemingly implode it from within. Now you have key figures who aren't on TV with the elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, um, along with Brandon Cutler. Um, you have, granted, not a lot of people I don't think care, but Ace Steel is now going to be blackballed in the wrestling community most likely due to what he did to Kenny Omega. And Tony Khan just kind of looks like a doofus all yep. in all. Kind of yep. letting Punk go through his tirade and never stepping in to say, hey, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's pump the brakes a little bit. That's not what this is. You know, um, calls out Adam Hangman Page, who is known as universally one of the most liked guys in not just AEW, but in wrestling. Yep. He doesn't ruffle any feathers. He gets along with everyone he works with uh, to a certain degree. His known beef with Eddie Kingston, which has gone on for like a decade and a half from the Indies. It's just, it was, it was, it was a great pop. It was a great moment, but from a PR standpoint, looking at it now, was it worth it? Punk was viewed as like the signing that was going to get AEW over the hump, right? This was going to be what beat WWE in the ratings. This was going to be like Hogan going to WCW, basically. Um, And instead, not to say it's done the opposite, but in reality, AEW didn't really need him. They had all the headway that they were getting without him. They had all the acclaim that they were getting without him. Did they really need him based on what has happened? Probably not. So Tony Khan, I'm sorry, but for like the third week in a row, or numerous weeks in a row, I feel like now AEW gets my dummy moment of the week just for the overall signing of CM Punk, which I know is weird to say a year out considering how hyped I was when we covered it last year. But I'm going to wrap the whole year up and put a bow on it. That was a waste of time. I I tried to tell people that, but uh, Christian, you got any comments? And now I drafted him to be on my brand, so... Like, yeah, that was your problem. <laughs> uh, shit together. But uh, my dummy at moment of the week goes to Impact yet again. Uh, I don't understand why they do this, but they do. Kyle's told me they've done this for years now. Don't understand why. They keep 
booking these intergender matches, and I, I don't understand it. I, I don't. I mean, yeah, I, putting I, intergender matches, having them, and not letting you know guys that could use the shine in the X division. Instead, they're putting women that won't even compete for the X division title. It doesn't make sense. I disagree with it. I mean, I, I, I see where you're coming from just because it's not going to lead to anything. Now, if you had a situation where you're doing Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard that really meant something, then I think, you know, it, it's all all go for that. But a lot of times when they do these, it, it's just kind of for a pop online. But if it has a meaning, mm-hmm. I personally don't have a problem with it. But the random pairings are kind of questionable sometimes. Uh, Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm 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 kind of on the same page. I personally love intergender matches. Um, I think they can work. And I mean, let's be honest. Based on a lot of the wrestlers that Kyle and I have interviewed, it's a very common thing. Training, you know, there's a lot more men than women sometimes in wrestling schools, so it's not uncommon to have a male wrestle a female. Um, but like Kyle said, and like you said, if if it makes sense, do it. They put the world title on Tessa Blanchard, and to be honest, I loved it. Um, it worked. Yeah. So I mean, if 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 they're going for something perfect, but if you're just doing it to do it, just to be different, I'm not a massive fan of that. I like that they're trying to do something different. Just make it mean something. That's my biggest thing. Yep. Here's my problem with it. They put Mia Yim in this five way match this past Thursday night. When you could build somebody like you know Rich Swan. Kenny King, Chris Bay, Vincent, you know, get, you know, somebody mm-hmm. new in the X division that could maybe challenge, you know, Mike Bailey or Kenny King or whoever's going to be the X division title after down for glory. Right. But they put me a Yemen instead of building up somebody that, you know, could make a strong, stronger X division. Their X yeah. division is strong. Don't get me wrong. I think it's strong in the world, ti- world title picture, mm-hmm. but you know, it just it didn't make sense to yeah. me. And it two of them Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the big thing is if if she deserves a place in that match, by all means go for it. But oh, to just put did. her Yeah, yeah, but to just put her in there to put her in there, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so my demi on the week. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. My demi on the week goes to wrestling fans that doubted Ronda Rousey. Oh my! A ton of wrestling fans, including myself. Yeah, you're one of them. Doubted the skills, <laughs> and for a while, rightfully so. She didn't bring a lot to the table. She just did not find her groove under the Vince McMahon booking, and I think that's a fair assessment to not be a big fan under you know Vince. And I mean, there was a lot of people like that. But right now, she is on the best run she has ever been on. <laughs> She's just this badass babyface character that could potentially turn into something heel, which is awesome. She also said earlier this week, like answering a question off her gaming live stream about Shayna Baszler. She she said, like, you're totally right about Shayna, about being one of the best people on the show. They just need to get their shit together and realize it. Yep. She's 100% right, and I cannot wait for Ronda to win the SmackDown Women's title. Not have Liv Morgan retain again, and then hopefully we get the pairing with Shane on SmackDown. But uh, Ronda is really, really good right now, and she deserves that title. Yeah, I mean, they kind of, in a way, and uh, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, they kind of just used the template that they did with Shayna Baszler in NXT. 
you have this you have this badass figure book them like a badass don't book them as a corny you know whatever ronda rousey is a legit combat sports legend and if when treated seriously and booked seriously like she is right now and under the right hands and under the right eye it looks like a million bucks yeah. So yeah, I I I agree. R- Rousey's at the top of her game. I wasn't as big of a naysayer against Ronda as Kyle was, so it's very shocking to hear Kyle say, "Yeah, that I, he I, was I, wrong." Yeah, Christian, yeah. you listen to the show weekly. Kyle never admits when he's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right, Ronda's <laughs> good right now, man. But yeah, I, I think it was a fair assessment with Vince, and yeah. it, it did make a lot of people look bad. Well, yeah, he there. didn't he didn't book her right. Yeah, hundred percent. Triple H is treating her the way she should have been treated from the start. Yeah, Christian, you got anything? I mean, to anybody who doubted Ronda, you know herself, you can't really blame her in a way. The booking was terrible this past oh, 100%. year. Yeah, Hunter took over, so. I mean, you know, maybe her skill set isn't a professional wrestling skill set, but if she's got the MMA background mm-hmm. and when she's on, she is on and she looks like a badass. And her promos have just been awesome recently. Yeah. But uh Dylan, would you like to tell everyone what we're doing next week? Get us out of here. Yeah, so um with all the talk that's been around the PWI five hundred with the women's list. Dylan, that out, is not what we're doing next that's week. That's not next week. I thought we agreed that that was next week. No. Don't what you're doing, man. I haven't listened, bro. We got extreme rules two weeks. I will tell you what's going on next week. Oh, so it's, it's next it's week, 2012. We will be doing the 2012. That's we'll right. be looking back at 2012 extreme rules event. Apparently, Dylan just doesn't realize what day it is. But I, don't. Uh, I am, I am very <laughs> excited to uh, go back and uh, and review that. Should be a fun one, and uh, I can definitely see Christian getting on the show here very, very soon. But uh, that's it for me. You guys got anything else? Yeah, apparently I need to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Christian, you thanks again for uh, doing this with us. A lot of fun. This was an awesome draft. Yep. But you got anything else before we sign off? Hey, you know, appreciate all this. This was really fun. Yeah. Well, both weeks. Yeah, we're going to definitely have them on in the next few as well. And uh, we will catch everyone next week. We're on the road to Extreme Rules. And thanks again for listening. Yeah, I'm going to bed.